Welcome everybody to another episode of Our Wives or Friends with your hosts Tyler and Eric. We hope you enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by nobody because we still don't have any sponsors. What is up, Eric? How are we Yo, doing today? I'm doing pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. We I'm on the right side of the grass. Good to be here. The right side of the grass. You're not six feet below? Yeah. yeah that's yeah. great. Great day. We have uh, we have Mark back with us. Hey, Mark. Hey, how's it going? I'm uh, glad to have you back. Our last episode uh, kind of took a, a deep dive into artificial intelligence. If you haven't listened to that, go listen. It was a good one. It was, oh, it was yeah. better than our football predictions. So yeah. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> but... Anyway, uh, today we're going to do kind of a short episode. It's going to be a little short one. We're going to do a little something different today, too. We're going to play a little game. We're going to do a little game. Uh, the wives have requested that we... They wrote questions for each of us that we ask the other from, I'm guessing, their perspective. Like, questions that they want, right? And then we answer, I guess. I have no idea what to expect so from Mark, some of these questions. Mark's going to kind of be our moderator for, for this, this portion of the game. Um... So he's going to go ahead and read the rules. Yeah, I have a set of rules here, but could you it, put it, me into wife mode first? Yeah, no, no problem, dude. Go ahead. All right. Hello, guys. The wives here, and we have a game for you. There are six questions for each of you. Tyler, you will open and ask Eric his questions. Eric, you will open and ask Tyler his questions. Take turns and answer honestly. Have fun. We love you. Uh, thanks, wives. That, that was, was sweet. That was so sweet. That was real sweet. Um, so, so we'll just do a back and forth thing, I yeah. guess, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so I guess I start based on the rules that the wives left. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so let me, I'll mix up all these little papers. Yeah. And we'll choose, choose one. Okay, I got one right here. Let me open it up. Let's see. Eric. What is the most important thing you will teach your sons? Oh, this is like okay. Oh, these are the man. these are the questions. I was expecting like you know who 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 did you uh, like? Fing- who was the first person you fingered? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I was, I don't know what kind of questions I was expecting, dude. This is a okay. What is the most important thing you will teach your sons? Hold on, I need to grab another beer for this. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just, uh, I'm just kidding. Gosh, uh, uh-huh. that's a tough question. I, I want to say the most important thing I could probably teach them is just to be a good person. You know, respect women or men, whatever. That all about. encompasses it, but just generally, just be a good person. You know, um, I don't know. I think that's more important than a lot of different things in life is being a good person because I think a lot of things fall into place with that. And uh, I don't know. I think it off comes- the top of my head. That's probably what the best, I don't know. Become godly men. Yeah. That kind of encompasses everything, right? Yeah, it's all encompassing, you know? Yeah. I like that. That's kind of the values that, like, I was instilled. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, just be, a, do your best to be a generally good person. Yeah, because a lot of things <laughs> encompass that, you know, respect, you know, being responsible, and I don't know, just all, 
being telling the truth, you know, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of things that fall under that umbrella, but the general message would just to be a good person. Okay. A lot of shitty people out there and the world needs more good people. All right. As a game monitor, I'm going to have you elaborate a little bit on it. Okay. Cause okay. I'm a dad and I think about this all the time, you know, yeah. cause I think that's one of the big things of being a dad is how do you raise your son the right way? Right. And what's like, how do you do that? Because I question it a lot. I'm like, what? Because you have two sons, right? I have two sons. Yep, a four year old, a one year old, and they're at that age where they're learning so much and they mimic me. And it's very, very similar to his ages. Yeah, you have one year, basically, Uh, one and a half and three. Yeah. Okay. So, but I, I think it's it's ever changing. It it's going to change as they get older. The way you might, you know, right now we might be teaching them how to share with others and to be nice and play with others, and uh, I don't know. But it might change as we get older too. On some of the other, I was there last night, and I think the the what you're instilling in them right now and teaching them right now is, hey, don't touch that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, don't climb on that. that, Don't let me know because my son does not listen when it comes to that. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm I'm in the same boat right now too. But I mean, all you can do is keep keep doing it and you know eventually it's going to catch on there's some things where like we've been working with my son for like over a year now you know on certain things like sharing better and he's doing a lot better you know he's came a long ways so it's all just a developmental i don't know okay am i getting like consistency is is key when when raising them you know you have to be consistent and you know like set a standard and hold that standard kind of right um, I, I don't know. It's something I struggle with a lot. You know, I'm always thinking of better ways I can, you know, try to parent. Yeah. I don't think there is obviously one right way. Yeah, there's not There's not a definitive right answer for anything. It's just kind of yeah. depending on the, the child, their personality, and then your personality as a parent, mm-hmm. how you want to, like, because you kind of have to, you almost have to mold, right? Yeah. Just because, like, you raise your son one way and it just instill certain things into him doesn't mean that it's not going to work right for the next person. Yeah, even yeah. in the same household, you have the same household. You have two different kids that have two different, very, very different personalities and two different ways they learn. In your instance, you have twin, identical twin boys. Yeah, and one's probably going to take to learning one way different than the other. One. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. Even though yeah. they're identical twins. Yeah. So, so all three kids, they're so much different in just how you. I mean, your approach might have to be different from each kid, but. Yeah. In your in your household, you're teaching them the same value, but you might have to go about it a different way for each kid. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. So that's uh, I don't know. That's my short, long winded answer, but uh, I don't know. I think there, like I said, under just being a good person, there's a lot of things that fall under that umbrella. So, okay. Well, I guess it's your turn to ask me something. And I'm I don't even know what Danielle would write, so I'm kind of curious. Oh my god! Let's see what. Uh, all right, let's see. Are you ever sad that we only have one child? Do you want more? Oh my goodness, dude. Are you kidding me? Do you need another beer? No, I have a drink. Um, so it's not that I'm sad. So there's a part of me that yes, like I would love to have another kid. Because I would A, I mean I would love to have a boy. Yeah. I have one daughter. Right. But then the part of me that's logical inside. And the I don't know if it's like 
man thing or whatever, but we kind of see things more of a logical perspective instead of emotional. So we still have our emotional attachments to things, right? If like me going, yeah, of course I'd love to have another kid. I want a boy. I want to, you know, I'd love to go out and be able to play football with my son. But then the the logical part of me goes, well, we weren't even supposed to have a kid to begin with. Okay, so we weren't a we weren't supposed to have a kid. So the child that we do have is a miracle in herself that I, I can even be a father, that Danielle can even be a mother. And then the other part that Danielle almost died giving birth. So do we go through that again with the potential of just having another kid? but with also the the added potential of her not making it through it. And then we're stuck. You know, we we have to live on me and these two children without her. You know, it's almost not it's not worth it. In yeah. my opinion, it's not worth it. Yeah. I would rather have the family I have and be happy than risk it to potentially have another child and to lose her potentially. You know, and then you know, my Daughter and a potential next child grow up without a mother. Not worth it. I, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. You know, so. That's, I think that's a really good lesson on being grateful for the blessings you do have in life, you know? Mm-hmm. And even though you may want more, kind of just being happy with what you were afforded. Yeah, and, and you can be sad because you can see other people like, oh, more people are getting pregnant or again, or having multiple kids and stuff. And you can be sad about it, but at the same time, you're just kind of like, well, we have to be grateful with what we have. Cause we weren't even supposed to have that to begin with. Yeah, exactly. But there's other alternatives. There's adoption. There's, you know, there's other, other ways to have that other kid without a potential. So that's something that we can talk about as a family and maybe look into. Yeah. If you, if you have another one, Eric, I don't know if you can handle four. You might have to. I might adopt one from you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, uh, give me your least favorite. I'll take that one. <laughs> no, I just thought your your perspective was really interesting too, because you know, in 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 my sense too. Say if we were to have another child and something helped happen, you know, a lot of times there's accidents that happen. There's a lot and, of issues with childbirth that they don't talk about. You know, there's uh, a lot of hype. There's a high potential of something to go wrong it would be it'd be a lot to handle with just you know if something were to happen to kelsey if she got pregnant again and you know i had three or four you know another kid you know right now we're barely hanging on as it is so i don't know i just thought that was a pretty interesting perspective okay well you got anything to add mark or or we should we move on to the next question was that a sufficient answer yeah no i'm happy with it i said we move on okay all right all right eric here you go from kelsey you told me Hold on. You told me you always wanted to be a father. Now that you are one to three boys, what's your favorite part? What's your favorite part of being a father to three boys? Oh, man. It's going to be the sex talk, isn't it? Teaching them how to put a condom on. (laughs) (laughs) This is a hard question to answer. I mean... It's more of a feeling than specific thing, right? But, right. Um, yeah, that's a, that's it's it's that's going to cater to your emotional response. You know? Yeah. Like, what's your favorite part of being a dad now that you're a dad? Oh man, it just uh, it's just yeah, nothing beats just waking up and I don't know, nothing beats waking up and having your kids there and I don't know, it's it's a weird, it's a feeling, it's. I know. 
it's like okay so here's a perspective i get what you're kind of coming from but yeah for me like i'm trying to just internalize waking it. up on a saturday morning and me like we're getting woken up by by the kids and it's like i've always wanted that to be like woken up at like you know seven in the morning they're like crawling into our bed and like trying to wake us up and then you get up and you kind of like get the morning cartoons on and you guys are kind of like hanging out and you make breakfast like that whole thing. I've always, I've always wanted that. Yeah. You know, I lived it as a kid, Yeah, you know, and the thought of like being able to have that from that perspective of my own. Yeah. It's kind of cool idea. Yeah. It's, it's an awesome feeling. You know yeah. what I mean? I think it's like the, I guess my favorite part would just be the bond that you have with, with your, you know, you're just sitting here looking at somebody that's half you and you get to wake up with them every day and spend time with them and watch them grow and watch them learning new things as they develop, you know, and surprise you every day with, you know, things. I don't know. It's just the bond, I guess. It is trippy seeing yourself in your kids. You yeah. know what I mean? And your yeah. kids. And it's like Danielle will say, I know she'll say like to this day, she's like, our daughter is like 80% me. It's not a 50-50 split. Like she's <laughs> like a spitting image of me in a girl form right yeah she sleeps like me she acts like me she everything she does is me and there's a, there's a lot that she does like danielle but she only always points out the things that are like me because i don't know if it's bad mm-hmm. you know what i mean she never points out that <laughs> she's always like ah oh, she won't stop farting or something really? she's just like you but it's just kind of cool seeing yourself in yeah that aspect like oh it, and then she points it out that she's just you do that and yeah i go you do that like, i sleep like that you know it's just kind of interesting. Yeah, no, it, it is. It's all that's when you see yourself. It's like a, it's like a and, little clone. Yeah. And like Kelsey will say something like, yeah, they're sleeping just like their dad does, you know, like face down or something like that. <laughs> you I'm sleep like, face down? <laughs> yeah, dude. I, Let's I go back to this. I'm a face down sleeper. <laughs> you may want to change that because I don't think you're going to be around much longer to see your kids grow up too long if you <laughs> sleep face down. You yeah. may suffocate yourself in your sleep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But to go, I don't know if you guys are happy with that answer. It's just the bond. It's it's a feeling more than an actual tangible thing. I don't know. I sleep with a belt around my neck while the belt's tied to yeah. the ceiling fan. It's just, <laughs> just how I sleep, man. It's just so weird. Our kids sleep like that, too. They won't, they won't take the belt off their neck. It's like, what? Sleep face down. I sleep on my back. So when I'm like asleep asleep, like hitting REM cycle sleep, she says, I sleep on my back with like my arms up like this. I'm like my arms behind my head, my hands behind my head kind of thing where I'm like, got like wings going. And then I take up half the bed because I'm like this. We had to get a king just so that like I could, you know, spread like out. It's like, yes, yeah. <laughs> so you could spread eagle? <laughs> yeah, so I could spread eagle with my arms. <laughs> All right. Are you guys happy with that answer? You want to move on? Yeah, man. No, I get I get what you're saying. Or what do you think, Mark? I don't know. Oh, it's it's hard. Honestly, like it's a tough question to kind of answer. There's a lot of different aspects that are really rewarding and Yeah. And it's weird because when I was having kids or before I was having kids, you know, when my wife and I were trying, I always just thought of like me throwing the football with my son and this yeah. and that. And it's more than that. Yeah, it, it really is. Like and I mean we've done that, but that's not like the highlight of me having kids, you know what I mean? Like how I thought it would be. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I enjoy those moments, but it's like it's different. It's not Eric, that. Eric Eric has seen it, so I don't I don't have a son. I have a daughter, but she has a high potential to play quarterback in a woman's league football, dude. She's got a yeah. cannon, huh? She's playing she, football she, with the boys. Dude, out she could there. put a she puts a spiral 
Yeah. She can throw it almost from like one side of your backyard, Eric, to the other. Yeah. With a, with a perfect spiral. And I'm like, oh, that's my girl. Yeah. Like, I can't say, oh, that's my boy, but that's my girl right there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's, uh, it's a lot of it of the little things, too. You think of those things, but then like the little things just like, uh, I don't know. There's some nights where like I'll lay down with them in bed, you know, put them to bed and just like, I don't know. I'll, I'll catch myself like staring at them while they're sleeping. It's kind of creepy, but I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, this, uh, this little individual just caused terror all day long. <laughs> and, and then he's like just... so sweet and peaceful cuddled up next to you. It's more of a feeling, but the, just the bond in general too. Like, yeah. so now that we're, we have kids and we're older too, do you catch yourselves where like normally on a Friday night, like last night we like got home and everything and, and she got, she went to bed yeah. and, Normally, like back in the day, we would be like, okay, like let's, we're going to stay up. We're going to watch something. We're going to put a movie on or something. It's like, now it's like, she's sleeping. Let's go to bed. Cause like, we got to get our sleep. Cause if we don't sleep while they're sleeping, yeah, we don't get sleep. <laughs> it's like nine o'clock on a Friday. I'm like, we got to go to bed. Cause if she's sleeping, we need to go to bed too. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to be waking us up at like six in the morning. Let's go to bed. Anyway. Okay. Let's move yeah, on. Moving on. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Let's see what crazy ass question Danielle asked. These are pretty deep. They're a little deeper than I thought they'd be. Yeah, they missed out on a real opportunity to like ask you guys some dirt, you know, questions. It may like, get there. That we may yeah. have started deep and working our way to <laughs> dirt, I guess. I don't know. Okay. What advice would you give to us as new parents if you can go back in time? Mm. What advice would I give our Past selves as new parent. Uh, I don't even know, dude, because we, I feel like we did everything so right. Like our daughter's been like, we had such a, like, we never, we never got to experience or have like the issues like most people have where their kids, like a monster where you didn't get sleep. She was sleeping on her all through the, through the entire night since she was three weeks old, you know? So we never like had that. We get less sleep now that she's a toddler than we did when she was a newborn. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, what would I give? What advice? Hmm. I would say there's a thing that's going to happen that's going to shut the world down and it's bullshit. Don't fucking listen to it. Don't keep your kid away from, away from their family for four months because you were scared of a, of a disease of a, a sickness that's what because because we had her right before yeah yeah i think that's the only advice i would really give myself is yeah that f- like four month five month period where everyone was scared right of covid i would say fuck it and keep your kid away from his grandparents or whatever like you know we're all going to get it whatever eventually or whatever and just move past it it was strange uncertain times it was just so yeah um, but other than that, but realistically, like that's, I'd probably tell myself that to be honest with you, because that's the way I am. I'd be like, Hey, there's a thing. That's Remember that out. four or five minutes. There's going to be a thing that comes out. It's called COVID. Don't fucking listen to his bullshit. Uh, just let the, let your kid go see their grandparents. Cause that was such a developmental stage too. She was, you know, a few months old. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, I would say take time for yourselves like uh don't get so wrapped up in trying to make everything so perfect and like the take care of the kid do all that i'm not saying don't take care of a kid but also find time for yourself yeah because if you're so wrapped up on 
bottles and cleaning and this and that and everything give each other time to do stuff individually I think yeah and, and along those lines too with there's so much stuff to do bottles cleaning laundry all this stuff it's important to like be present in the moment and enjoy the moment you know because yeah. don't miss don't don't miss the little things too because everything you happens back. so fast yeah you look back now and it's like three years goes by those like those that. bottles those five bottles that you have on the counter can wait 20 minutes yeah. while you play with your kid and get that that bond you know what i mean yeah experience that don't I don't know. Just take take a moment for yourselves and enjoy the moment, I guess, because it goes by really fast. What do you think, Mark? Man, that's a hard question. It is, it's, it is really hard to answer. Yeah. These are all really good questions. They're just, they're, uh, they are hard questions. Yeah. They, yeah. they really make you think. And honestly, I don't feel like I have enough hindsight yet to know if I've messed up my kids. I'm not, I'm not wise enough yet to, in my years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... Still got a ways to go. My kid doesn't seem messed up yet. So maybe in like five years, I'll be like, oh, no, this is where I messed up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I, I have no idea right now. I, I can't answer that. Um, I, I think no matter how much time I spend with them, I still think I should spend more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I'd, I'd probably tell myself like, hey, just spend as much time as you can. Like, hmm. you know, but that's so hard to give yourself that advice sometimes you know yeah especially when you're trying to find a little balance of like you know still going and doing things that you know make you happy or some of your hobbies or interests you know if i were so let me let me kind of change a direction on that question kind of twist that question a little bit yeah not necessarily advice i would give our past selves but maybe advice i would give to new parents yeah right i would say make time for your marriage don't do not Absolutely do not put your marriage on the back burner for your child. Yeah. Because it ends in fights, it ends in ugliness, and it ends in divorce. Find the time, even if it's alone time. When the kid's asleep, taking a nap, be together. Do something together. Watch a movie together. Watch a show. Cuddle. Something. Spend some time together. Bond. Because if you're so focused on everything else and every, you keep everything so separated, like your issues are going to happen. You know what I mean? And I'm mm-hmm. sure you guys can attest to some of that too. Because yeah. we've all been in fights. We've all had those struggles of new parenthood where it's it's a lot it's stressful. Very stressful. So you're trying to figure this out as you go. Yeah. You, you don't, don't have a playbook. Know. You know, you're I not just, working I just remember being in the hospital and then they go, Okay, you guys can leave. And we're like I remember literally saying, I can just take this home now. Yeah. Like you're just giving this living, breathing thing to me and that's uh, it's my responsibility now. Yeah. This is crazy. It's a it's a really uh, so it is very humbling. it is very stressful, but find time for your marriage, or even if you're not married, you know what I mean. If you're just in a relationship, boyfriend, or whatever, whatever situation you're in, find time for your significant other. Yeah, that's that's kind of the advice. I because if you guys have a successful, happy marriage, it's going to reflect good on your child, and it's going to make that a lot easier. It's going to help with some of the stress. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, all right, Eric. You ready for this one? I think so. Uh, I think you, I think this one will be a little bit not as in depth. Okay. All right. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Ooh. No, uh, I'm looking awfully dad bodish these <laughs> days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, Two part question. Physically, obviously, it'd be nice to drop some pounds. You know, 
uh, I think I I have pretty good patience. Sometimes I wish I was a little bit had a little bit more patience. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think there's some times where I just get not a little jumpy, but I don't know, maybe a little impatient sometimes. Maybe I wish I had a little more patience on certain things. That's and, a good one. Yeah. Having more patience for certain situ for situations. Yeah. Um, having less of a having a longer fuse, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm not like a I'm not short fused, but I also feel like there's times where I have like maybe overreacted or something, or and I look back and I'm like, man, you know, like maybe I could have just handled that a little bit differently. And then you have to seem like a jackass because then you have to apologize. <laughs> and in the men men DNA, it's really hard for men to apologize when we're wrong. So, yeah, yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah. I have a problem with that sometimes where I've like overreacted and I'm like, I have to like take a deep breath. Yeah, be like, okay, that was dumb. Yeah, sorry, I acted that way. You know, but yeah, yeah, having more patience. That's, I mean, that goes along with it, right? Yeah, having more patience means you have a longer fuse. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. That's what comes off the top of my head. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, that's a good answer. Mark, do you have anything to add to that? And I'm I'm right there with you. Yeah. Some two cents. Yeah, I feel like sometimes I just snap like a little too quick. Yeah. And then I feel like shit for doing it. The military I, trained you that way, Mark. Yeah, it's I'm like I don't fault. even know why. I yeah, did blame it. Like, <laughs> you know? blame the army. Yeah. It's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> just pass the buck. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. But no, I, I agree. I think maybe that's just like a guy thing for the most part, you know? Yeah. Um, you have more questions. Or I have I have more questions than you have questions. You only have three left. I guess Danielle was like, I'm hitting it. <laughs> I guess she put an extra question. In. I guess so. Uh, all right. Should we move on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What has been your favorite part of Girl Dad Life and what has been the most challenging? Girl dad life, huh? Favorite part? I don't know. I got my little princess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's cool. Um, I don't know. Just the, I don't think it just applies to like being a girl dad, but I think it's uh, just being able to watch her grow up and become her own self. Yeah. Uh, I love that she's like, she is her own person. So she's like, I don't know. She loves to play dress up and put dresses on. And she's super, she could be super girly, like girl, girl, but then she can be like a tomboy at the same time. Like she's throwing a football in the yard and, uh, and getting dirty and, you know, just, I mean, but then she comes back, back in the house and goes, I'm going to put this princess dress on. I'm like, okay. Um, the most challenging part of being a girl dad. That was it, right? Most yeah. Challenging? Yeah. Yeah. Having to cope with the fact that she's going to date boys one day um, because I know I was a boy one day and how no, how I was with women <laughs> one day, just one day. Just one, I was just a boy for, I was a boy for one day. Are you drinking Bud Light over there? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not that kind of boy. <laughs> um, but no. Uh, so I think that just having to cope with all those like dad things, you know what I mean? Like, how am I going to react when I meet a boyfriend for the first time? Yeah. She already tells me now, like jokingly, she goes, oh, she has like these boys at school. She's like, he's my boyfriend. I'm like, no, he's not. We have like full on, full blown arguments already. Or, uh, when she like wants to put makeup on me and like paint my nails and stuff. I'm like, I would love to be a fly on the wall when, you know, when that time comes and you meet the first boyfriend and just, I know Tyler's, I don't know. I could see the intimidation already. I'm going to be like, 
all right, listen here, Luca or Colty. I'm going <laughs> to be like, all right, listen here. I'm going to pull out my entire gun collection, and I'm going to start cleaning my guns, you know. All right, come sit down with me, son. I'm going to have a talk with you. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be that dad, though. Yeah. Just going to be me at the table at the end, at the head of the table. He's going to walk in. I'm going to have a seat right here. <laughs> I can see that for sure. I'm going to be like, why don't you come on my podcast with Eric? We're going to have some questions for you. <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> no, I think that's be like, like the- what are you? Uh, I could interview him. What are your intentions with Tyler's daughter? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then you'd have to tell your own, you're asking your own son that. No, I'm just like, <laughs> if it was up to the girls, right? Uh, no, uh, I think that's like the most challenging. I think it's not even now. I think it's, later down the road of having to deal with the, uh, the teenage hormones and the I hate you's yeah. and the, uh, the boyfriends. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, I don't have a girl, but that's what I was worried about. If we had a girl was like when they get into boys and what happens when some boy breaks her heart, you know, how do you deal with that? Mm-hmm. You know? the, the sensitivity of it all, because especially like teenage girls, cause I have a teenage sister yeah. and everything. She, everything is like sensitive. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. She could flip on a dime. You know what I mean? Or even like the first time of the, you know, time of the month that that happens. You know, how do I deal with that? Yeah. yeah. You better hope. What uh, if it's with Danielle's me? around? You know, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I really hope it's the time when Danielle's home or whatever and it's not me home, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to have Danielle put like the, the if dad's home <laughs> with, with her <laughs> kit. You know, it's got everything in it that I'm going to need, you know? You're over here it's almost watching like, how-to YouTube videos. It's, it's like, a, uh, like an emergency evacuation kit or something. You know, yeah. first aid kit, but it's just for periods. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think that's it. That's a good answer. All right, we'll move on. Okay. All right, Eric. What? This is from Kelsey. This isn't me asking, okay? Oh, God. This is Kelsey okay. asking. What do I do that drives you absolutely bonkers? Oh man, this is a good this one. is this is where the dirt starts coming. I told you it's going to start emotional, and then it's going to work to dirt. She wants to know what you hate about her. Is what she's asking right here. This is going to start what, a fight. What pet peeve does she do <laughs> that you fucking hate? She's like, I listened on my podcast or your podcast. <laughs> the uh, correct answer this is, is this you're is perfect. Next question. Yeah. yeah, you are perfect. Yeah, Kelsey, if you're listening, you're perfect. Uh, but something. <laughs> This might, you know, be a little minor, maybe a little trivial. Kelsey has a thing where she gets like six drinking glasses a day. Like, she might have like a shake in one or some kind of like, uh, I don't know, some kind of uh, energy boosting drink. She has and then a, cu- a water. She has a cup then, for everything. And by the end of the yeah. day, there's like a bunch of cu- cups. Yeah, she's like a bunch of cups everywhere. There's like sometimes uh, she she's really good about cleaning up the entire house, but. Usually at the end of the night, there's usually cups all over the place, or there's cups in the car, or something like that, like a water cup or something like that. So it kind of drives me a little crazy. So that that's her that's her thing that drives you bunkers is her the amount of cups she uses throughout a day. Yeah. Okay, You're getting off easy on that one. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I can. I mean, I'm sure I can probably. This question wasn't asked to me, but I can throw myself under the bus to help you out too. All right, yeah, let's question. yeah, let's go for it. It's not a big one, and she hates it when I bring it up. But when we're in a when we're in a parking lot, and she's pulling out of a parking space, and she's going down the aisle in a park in a, in a parking lot, 
She drives in the middle. Middle. Yeah. Instead of the right side of it so another car can pass. Yeah. And then she gets mad at that car when they like stop and honk at her or something. I'm like, <laughs> you're in the middle. You're driving in the middle. But that's I think that's like the only one. Yeah. Other than that, you're perfect, baby. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to sleep on the sofa tonight. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. All right. We'll move on. <laughs> Continuing, I'm not on. gonna throw Mark under the bus. <laughs> yeah, <Cool. laughs> yeah. Oh, Mark, what is uh, what is charisma? <laughs> Man, that's that's hard. I don't. It's it's hard to think of stuff like. I believe that's what we call a loaded question. The the, the the thing with like, I don't really know the answer unless I'm in the moment. moment. It's happening. Yeah, yeah. Until you're like that short fuse goes goes off, and you're like, okay, and then I forget all about it like 20 minutes later. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not saying she doesn't annoy me or have things. Okay, why is there a smile on your face? I'm concerned about this question. No, when you're ready, let me know. When go, you're no, ready. go oh, ahead. Let's, no, let's hear I'm it. I'm fucking ready. Go ahead. What, what is the best thing I cook, and what is the worst? Um, best thing you cook. Eric, I haven't had your cooking very much, but, uh, no, I'm just I kidding. I thought it'd be my bread. <laughs> love eating your bread baby um best thing she cooks uh she makes really good like mexican rice i really like her mexican rice um i mean she's part mexican so it kind of helps out that she knows how to cook all that stuff but i think that i think probably the rice She's really good at rice. I, mean, I suck at making rice. Yeah, it's hard to cook. And I don't know why, because it's just water and rice. Yeah. But for whatever reason, she's like, she's perfected rice. So anything, any rice dish or anything, I, I'll cook like the meat or the size or whatever, and she, she makes the rice. I don't know what it is. She's really good at rice. And she started making bread. So like we have, we stopped like buying bread and she makes like white bread and she makes, she started making sourdough. Her, her sourdough is really good. We're still trying to like work out the recipes and stuff, and it's all it's all trying error cooking. That's all cooking is. Yeah, right? you only get error. better as you go. Yeah, so she'll try one recipe, it won't work out. She'll try another one, won't work. You know what I mean? Until we, she has one that works, but she wants to keep like trying it in different things and seeing what she can improve on. But uh, while we're talking about that, Tyler accidentally texted me the other day, and he he said, "I can't <laughs> wait to try your bread tonight." And I was like, <laughs> I looked down, and I'm like. I don't even know what to think. I was like, Tyler's doing <laughs> I was texting Eric and Danielle like back to back like this. Like I would get text from her and then a text from Eric and I was going like back to back and I sent it, sent that text to him, which was intended for her. But like thinking back on it, I'm like, oh, that sounds really dirty. <laughs> I can't wait to try your bread when I get home. <laughs> I was like, Tonight. man, I wonder what's going on in that household tonight. <laughs> All right, what, what about the worst? Uh, the worst dish. Um. Oh. Why do, do I have to answer this? I don't know, dude. I'm gonna just say like scrambled eggs, maybe. Scrambled eggs are an art. There's a certain way to cook them. I'm really good at making scrambled. Eggs. Okay. I'm like Gordon, I'm like Gordon Ramsay on the stove. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. There's not really a whole lot of like I've never had like something that I'm like I'm not gonna eat this, and I'm not having something that she's made and I put in front of me, and I went, the dog's not even gonna eat. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I've never had that response to in for cooking. Yeah. So, um, really hard to say, but I'm just not like maybe a huge fan of her scrambled eggs. Yeah. I'll still eat them, you know, but I'm not like passing the buck and going, these are fucking terrible. Yeah. We make them. You know, like <laughs> I would never be like that. I mean, that's a hard question for this table because just looking around at us right now, Dude, we all yeah. have, we're <laughs> all like dad bought it up. So obviously, there's not a lot of food that we're turning yeah, down. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> not a lot going in the trash can. <laughs> yeah. And if I really just don't want to eat or cooking, I just say, "Honey, I'm fasting right now." <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, well, starting to been... fast already. My bad. Yeah. Can't break it. No, and there's not no really a whole lot. Like everything she makes is. Is pretty decent, like, but I don't know. So that's a really hard question to answer because it's not like a, you'll hear like stories from like other guys or something where they're like, "Dude, my wife makes fucking worse," blah blah blah, or she doesn't cook at all because she's terrible. And I just kind of feel bad. I'm like, that sucks, dude. <laughs> like Danielle can make food; she, she can cook, you know. So I don't really have anything that I've been like, "Oh, this is gross." Yeah. We all have our strengths and weaknesses, you know. Yeah. So anyway. Why don't you ask another question to me? Since you have three left, I have two left for you. Okay. And we'll, that way we'll knock one out right now. All right. And then we'll be even. There we go. And How do you deal with my crazy antics? I just say, honey, I'm fasting right now, and I can't deal with this. No. Um, <laughs> how do I deal with her crazy antics? Uh, I just deal with them. I don't know. I play a lot of video games. No, <laughs> I really don't anymore. Um, how do I deal with her crazy antics? I don't know. We've been together so long. I just kind of am used to it. You're in autopilot now. Yeah, I guess. Autopilot mode. Well, our, our daughter exhibits a lot of those antics too. So I just get bombarded with like two people doing the same stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know. I just deal with it. You know, it's not, sometimes I just kind of like go, oh, she's doing whatever she's doing, but I don't really know. Like, I wish she would define what her antics are because it's not really like crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, she has like, uh, I don't know, like OCD aspects, or, but that's everybody. Everybody has like stuff. Everyone has their quirks or. I'm, I'm super OCD when it comes to certain things. Yeah. Socks. I have a weird thing with socks. Weird thing with like, I guess like you know what I mean. Like they have to be folded a certain way. Yeah. Shirt collars. Like have a weird thing. Collars. I don't know. Like, but everyone has their own little thing. So like dealing with her stuff. I don't want to say dealing with it. It's just her. Like that's her. Yeah. I didn't. I don't deal with her. It's just who I chose to spend the rest of my life with, and wouldn't be around if I didn't handle it. You know what I mean? So yeah. You've gone nose blind to like what she does, and she thinks about it more than you do. Yeah, and she, but there's probably a lot of stuff that she probably, you know, that I do that probably drives her nuts that she just deals with. You know, she probably doesn't even think about it. To be honest, like the things like I know, like it's kind of weird, but like I evaluate myself and think about the annoying things I do way more than my wife does. Yeah, like she just like. Doesn't even recognize it anymore. She's gone nose blind. Because you accept it. the other person. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I accepted her and her quirks. She accepted me and my quirks, and we live and we work. Yeah. You know, I don't sit and think about, I don't really think about her quirks. That's just exactly. who she is. Yeah. 
So I love her for who she is, and that's those quirks are part of her. It makes me think, like, do you love her for who she is more than she loves herself for who she is? Probably. Like, you know what for I mean? Sure. Like, it, it, that goes both ways. And, like, yeah. Because I feel like that's how it is in my relationship sometimes. Like, I, my wife probably loves me for who I am more than I love myself for who I am. And I feel like I love her. For well, who well, she an is. example is like, um, like I'll look at, I'll like, you know, strip down and take a shower or something, and I'll go, like, I look so yeah. fat right now. Yeah. And, and then her response is always like, actually, I love the way you look. Yeah. You know? And it's like, and then you think to yourself, like, how the fuck do you love this? Yeah. But it's not the other way around. She says the same type of thing. And I yeah. Go, I love the way you look. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, you're not thinking back and forth. So, like you, like you said, you're evaluating yourself more than your partner's evaluating you. Yeah. I don't know. That's a pretty good answer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Here you go. Uh, this could either make or break you, Eric. Um, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> what do you like most about our relationship? <laughs> <laughs> Meaning the other stuff that you don't answer, she's going to assume you hate. <laughs> right? Yeah. Wow. The most about our relationship. Hmm. There's a lot of different things, you know, you can think over. Um it sounds no. Well, no, I mean yeah, we're no. waiting for a response. No, no, I'm 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 yeah, no, I'm 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 formulating a response. Um you no, know, you're you're calculating the right response. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to choose one, so yeah, there's so many different aspects of it, but I don't know. Um I would say I, I I would have one for you. Just being a uh, you know somebody seeing from the outside looking in at you two. Yeah, maybe I can help you kind of facilitate a direction. Yeah, but you guys weren't together that long when you guys got pregnant mm-hmm. first time, right? I mean, you guys were how long were you together when you guys had uh, pregnant for the first time? Uh, we were probably together like three or four months. That's not that long. Yeah, the fact that you guys can in your as your relationship. As when he was able to do something so stressful and overcome that together, yeah. I think is a pretty big achievement. Yeah. No, I think there's a lot of things. So this is hard. I can't just really specify and say one thing is my favorite part, but like a little bit elaborating what you said is that we do make a really good team together. We really complement each other and balance each other out. Um, so that that really makes it for makes it easier on both of us. Um, it makes for a really great relationship to be honest you know you have to have this other person that you can depend on to do things or come through for certain situations so you have this person that you can 100 percent rely on and, and know that you know this is going to get done uh, i think that's why they say like opposites attract and they don't necessarily mean like opposites right like full-on opposites but i yeah. think like the opposite as in uh, my you balance out my weaknesses with your strength yeah. yeah, I think that's like the whole premise of opposites attract, right? Your your weaknesses are their strengths, yeah. so you balance each other out. It goes along with having like your other half there, you know, yeah. someone that completes you because these are areas of you that you know you might you know lack or something, and so that that person kind of completes you. So mm. I would say that, and then it just makes for a really I don't know I feel feel like we have like a really kind of like fun loving for the most part pretty easygoing you know relationship. And that's pretty special. So mm-hmm. pretty lighthearted, you know, we always share laughs throughout the day and. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. 
think she'll be happy with that response. Yeah. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, what about this? You forgot about this. Yeah, that's, that's always going to be something. No, but I mean, yeah, that's. All right, well, let's let's move on to the next question. Go okay. ahead and bombard me with it. What do we got? What do you remember most about the first time we met? Okay. What do I remember most? So, we met at a we we met for the first time at a Starbucks, and I just remember like we started like we got a table outside. We ordered, you know, a tea or drink or whatever. And it was just like, next thing you know, we were just talking. It was just a simple conversation we were having. And next thing you know, we kind of realized they were already picking up like all the tables. Like we didn't even realize we were sitting there for so long talking. And they were already like, they were like closing, you know. And it was just kind of, and the sun was out when we first started, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that what I remember most is just like being able to connect with somebody on like that kind of level that, you know, you either haven't in a long time or never have. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like time stops when you meet that person. The nation. I don't think I've ever had that in my life where like time literally like stops. And you weren't even thinking about anything else other than the conversation you were having. Yeah. I think that's what I remember most. It's just the having such a in-depth conversation that we didn't even realize that it was already like Whatever time Starbucks closes, you know what I mean. <clears throat> Suffice. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, yeah the moderator. <laughs> uh, no, I mean I think that's kind of like true in a lot of senses, where you don't realize like how quickly time went by on that date. You know, like I, I mean, so I, I think that's that's like a blessing in a lot of ways. You know, because I feel like that's how my date was with Charisma, like our first date, where it was just like. I didn't realize how quickly four hours went by, you know, where it's like, oh shit, like you've been how'd your, here how'd your first Valentine's Day go? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a story for another podcast. <laughs> I helped with that one. <laughs> yeah. We destroyed the suspension in my my black Tacoma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what happens when you build a beach. <laughs> build oh, a beach wow. in the backyard because mm-hmm. you couldn't go to the beach like you wanted to. Yeah. And yeah. So I we filled the my bed my truck up with sand, dude. Like we went and picked up a ton of sand. Oh. And then yeah. dude, it was like my truck was like Yeah. Like it was riding <laughs> rims, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so how was the cleanup after you built the beach? I left that beach for like six months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until I had to clean it up. He had like, a five gallon shot vac and he just moved as much <laughs> sand as five five gallons of sand at a time. No, actually, uh, so I built this beach around the pool. I put, like, these wooden, like, barriers up. So no sand in the pool. I put down, like, tarps, like, these clear plastic coating tarps and filled it with sand. Built, like, a little volleyball net and put, like, a table and a fire pit out there. And uh, I left it for, like, six months after that. Still used it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, But then I built flower beds around the fence. And there was, like, a lack of dirt in that area, so I filled it in with sand and then put mulch on top of it, and that's how I got rid of the, the beach. <laughs> but, I mean, we, What a beach. <laughs> it, it was, like, two truckloads worth of sand. It was, like, a cubic yard, and, uh, yeah, it was a lot of sand. And I didn't have a wheelbarrow, so we were filling up trash cans. Dude, like, it was a pain in the ass. I was, 
I had a, tr- a trash can. I'd fill it up, put it on a dolly, and dolly it to the backyard and dump it out. Dude, I was just standing in the bed of my truck with a shovel, just like loading up. You'd yeah. bring a new load, and I'd just sit there and shovel it in, dude. It was. We probably spent like a f- several hours doing that. I think it was like six hours building a beach <laughs> yeah. that yeah. day. I think just, we started like late morning or something, yeah. and like you know didn't stop, finish the beach until like that evening. Yeah, <laughs> it was, I mean, we started that beach. What I think it was around like eight or nine in the morning, and got done around like four. And our <laughs> our date was at like five. 30 so like, <laughs> yeah. i like jumped in the shower all quick and it was that's good how, timing yeah that's how he spent his valentine's day helping me build a beach <laughs> i didn't have any plans so we were good at the time. <laughs> all right here's your last question eric all right you ready for this one i think so i don't know hopefully this is save best for last i guess so since it was all random yeah all the papers were folded so i didn't know what question was coming yeah being a boy dad do you want a daughter as well Ooh, boy, I knew this one was coming. I knew this one was coming. <laughs> so you already have three boys. Yeah. So it kind of implies to me, I'm not I'm not trying to throw anybody or anything, but yeah, you have a boy next. You have another kid and it'd be a boy. You go ahead and try again for a daughter. So that's potentially like six kids or <laughs> by the time you have a daughter. <laughs> Twin boys again. <laughs> like Yeah, there's a lot of things that could happen. I do... I do want to be a girl dad, you know, I don't, I don't not want to, but it's like what you were saying is like, say one thing is we're having a pretty tough time. We have our hands full right now, but I'm kind of warming up to the idea where I'm like, okay, you know, like another, you know, I could do another one. Another tax write off would be all right. But yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, if we did that, you know, if we had another boy, then it's like, okay, you know, where do you, do you stop or do you keep going? Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like, I feel like my answer would be like I'd be down to have another kid, but whatever the result is, we just got to be kind of content with that. It's kind of being the whole like being grateful for what you have. Exactly. Yeah. And um, there's a lot more to complexities that you know each kid has. You know, maybe medical issues or other things that might be going on. Uh, and so, I would be open to having another child and. Uh, Hopefully, you know, it would be a girl to suffice that. But if it's another boy, it'd be like, okay, well, we tried, you know. We tried and it didn't happen, so. Yeah. She's already got names picked out and everything. <laughs> yeah. Dude, she does? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well. So, I mean, I would uh, I'd be open to it, yeah. But like I said, you know, at what point do you have to say, hey, this wasn't in the cards, you know. You just keep having boys and boys and boys. Yeah. Next thing you know, you got 10 of them. Yeah. yeah. You're just like, all right, we're done. It's repopulating <laughs> the. Uh... <laughs> yeah. You're just, re- yeah. You're, you're filling in a, a freaking uh, baseball team. It would be nice to have another girl around. There's a lot of testosterone going on in my house right now with these little kids. And, what, uh, and what's wrong with that? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, but man, sometimes it gets a little dicey, you know. You're like, man, maybe it'd be nice to have a little bit of a mix here, but uh my my wife wants a girl. Yeah. And I'm done. I'm yeah. done with kids. Yeah. Two's enough. I feel like we're already outnumbered and there's two adults taking on two kids and we're outnumbered. I don't even know how that works. Yeah. But they have so much more energy than I do. Yeah. And I'm just I'm done. But she wants a girl. And I don't blame her because right now there's me, the two sons, and a boy dog. Yeah. She's outnumbered. Um, but my biggest fear is what if we have twin boys? 
and twins running our family before this kid or before our our youngest she was pregnant with twins and that didn't happen uh so i'm just like what if that happens again it's twin boys that's just a nightmare for me i don't want four kids yeah let alone three kids so i always joke with eric i say well you had one kid first and then your second time you had two kids twins yeah uh, your, your third time's gonna, gonna be, be triplets three kids yeah exactly right <laughs> i, would, I but, would cry yeah i mean i'd be i'd donate a boy to tyler for sure <laughs> yeah we'll adopt one yeah. <laughs> you wanted a boy um, here you go why why do i look like your friends <laughs> your friends kids <laughs> uh nothing son yeah but um yeah go ahead and ask this last question because we're we're growing on on an hour just doing this, dude. So yeah, I thought it would be good, really yeah. fast. Yeah, this I thought it would be quick. But yeah, pretty in depth questions. So yeah, I like it. Caught me off guard a little bit. Um, what is your dream vacation for us as a family? Um, dream vacation? Do anything in the world? Anything in the world? Huh? Hmm. I don't know. My dream va- I don't know if I have a dream vacation for that. I just. I want to just spend time as a family doing something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this next week we're going to Disneyland for three days. Honestly, I'm looking, really looking forward to that. And I know it's going to be a nightmare, but at the same time, I'm like, I get to spend time. Like it's all three of us as a family doing something. Yeah. Taking a little vacation. Right. I don't really, I don't really care where we go. Like go to the beach, go another state, whatever. We could even go to Disney world, you know, in Florida, I think it's just the, the whole like being a family thing, spending time together and having giving our daughter those experiences. Because me growing up, I didn't, my family didn't really take vacations and stuff or like do things like that as a family. Yeah, so I didn't. I didn't really have a ton of that. Like we had a beach house and stuff, but and we'd go to the beach, you know, occasionally, but we never went like, oh, let's we're gonna go to, I don't know, Michigan. Yeah. For a week, you know, we didn't do stuff like that. We did it like twice. Yeah, we went to Colorado. This was before my sister was even born. So like, we took a family road trip to Colorado, and then we flew one time to like Seattle. We have family that live on Whidbey Island, in Seattle, Seattle. But those are the only two times I ever did that, like growing up. So I don't know. I, I think that question changes as the years go along too, because like right now, like you know, she your daughter's younger. And so what your dream vacation right now in this stage might be different from like a dream vacation when she's 16 or 12 or I dream. Okay. So how about this? So what about like a family road trip where you get to like experience other States and you get to like hit all those like little niche, like little stops on the way, you know, like world's biggest ball of twine. Yeah. Like yeah. get to see all Goofy that. Like, movie just, just, over here. just go see all yeah. those crazy things yeah you know that that's that that would be cool to me to yeah. get her to like experience that for her you know do, everyone has to do like a family road trip at least once yeah you know where you drive like you know several states over across the country or something yeah no i think that'd be really fun uh like t- more towards the end of the year in a few months we're planning a trip to mississippi to visit family so that'll be an experience yeah in itself you know what i mean so it'll be fun we can always drive to mississippi that's yeah. not that's not happening. We're flying. <laughs> that's like it's like twelve hundred miles away or whatever it is. I'm good. Like I can't take that much time off work right now. Yeah, the twenty four hour drive. Mm-hmm. Then the one to Louisiana. 
yeah. several times. Yeah. Don't recommend it. Just fly. So, I think something like that. A, a cross-country drive where you're stopping at all the crazy stops, hitting all the, like, going to a Bucky's, yeah. you know, hitting all yeah. those experiences that you can't have here in California. Yeah. I think something like that would be. What about you? What, I mean, since this is like kind of an easy question, what would be your uh, uh, dream family vacation? Oh, yeah. Um, like money's not an option. Yeah. I, I definitely like the idea of doing like a like an RV type of thing and just going cross country and like, you know, everyone's spending a lot of time with each other for like, say, two or three weeks. That's you like know? the ultimate dad thing, though. That's like, like a total dad. dad thing. You know, you're driving with your... Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think that would be like the ultimate, but um, it changes a lot because it's like there's maybe fishing trips I might want to take with them. Like go with to my go kids to, when they get older. I would love to go to Alaska and uh, like go fish fishing or oh. something in Alaska. You yeah, know, that'd so be cool. something like that, or an Alaskan or, cruise, or something, just something like that. You know, so that'd be cool too. But you know, something tropical is always nice too. You know, find something for everybody. Go take the family to Hawaii or something. I would love to do like a Euro trip too, but that would have to be when they're older. Cause like at this stage, a Euro trip with kids does not sound fun. I remember no. one time when you and I were out of fresh out of high school, we were talking about taking a trip to um, Germany. Yeah. Do you remember this? Yeah. And it never happened, but like that was kind of a dream of ours when we had no kids, no responsibilities or whatever. Like, dude, we're both German. Like let's go to Germany and experience and mm-hmm. go to a pub and you know what I mean? All this stuff, but it never happened. So those trips would be fun later on in life, you know, but at this stage, taking kids on a 12 hour flight, <laughs> you know, or however long it is, probably longer than that 18 hour flight. And I don't know, just trying to find stuff for them to do over there too. And flying across the flat earth. Yeah. So it's going <laughs> to, yeah, yeah. It will change as time goes. All right. Well, yeah, that's, that's a hard question. Cause right now, like, I feel like my kids are too young to appreciate a lot of things. You know, yeah. So it's like that's very limiting. Like you can do Disneyland because they recognize characters, and that's awesome. But like, you know, if you take them to go see art museums or anything like that, like they're not going to care about that. Yeah. I mean, I don't care about that. So I mean, they're definitely not going to. But I remember, like, when I was young, my mom dragged us to like uh, up to. We took a road trip up to Washington D.C. and visited, you know, the White House and you know, a bunch of different museums and stuff around the area, went to New York. And as a kid, I was miserable. I was like, this sucks. Yeah. You know, we're seeing all this. It's not, it wasn't catered to you. Yeah. You know I mean? it, so, it, it was yeah, a trip sense. for her and, you know, it was a family trip, but I was like, God, this sucks. I hated it. And, you know, I'm probably going to do the same thing to my kids, you know, cause I, I was just looking up cruises. They have a cruise where you go up to Alaska and you get off the boat for a week and you, you can plan hunting and, and fishing trips up there, and then you take a three-day cruise back. And I was like, that's like awesome. I want to do that 100%. Like, that's like my dream vacation. But right now my kids are too young for that, you know? Yeah. Like I'd have to wait till they hit high school age or something to really appreciate that. Yeah. So it's like I, I, th- I think you're right. It changes at the stage they're in, you know? Right. Like right now my, my big vam- family vacation is I'm going to take my son to Legoland. But is that really my dream vacation? No, it's yeah. just something I know he'd appreciate at this stage in his life. You right. Know? So I, I think I have stages to it, you know? Yeah. Like when he's 20, you'd be like, yeah, let's go to Legoland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, what the what hell, the dad? Fuck? And, you know, and even then, I'm like, my wife and I are like trying to 
plan trips that don't involve kids and that's hard you know yeah mm-hmm. and like because she really wants to go on a cruise and so do i we want to do like i mean you can do family cruises but we want to do an adult cruise you know with drinking yeah swinger and, cruise yeah no i get it no, no. <laughs> what do you do put the pineapple upside down yeah uh, well n- that wasn't our plan but sure. <laughs> <laughs> we're open to it it's cool yeah no we're uh we want to be able to go drink and gamble and you know not have to worry about kids and yeah. We're just not at that stage in our life. Yeah. Having two young boys, that's all we do is worry about kids. Well, yeah. Anyway, so. well, um, I'm glad you came back and were able to moderate this little game that the girls set up. This was pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to have yeah. them do it again, like do another one. Yeah. Like even more questions. And I feel like they'd get even more into the dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was expecting like, what type of porn do you watch? Like how often do you jack off when I'm not around? Yeah, like, you know, like, yeah, that's kind of what I was expecting to be honest. But, but no, yeah. they went deep with it. But I appreciate that. Yeah, so it, was, like, yeah. It, got, it made a discussion and got us opening up and talking, so yeah. it's good. Yeah. But anyway, I want to say thanks, Mark, for coming back on. Uh, I want to say thank you to everyone who listens to our little podcast we got here. So We do appreciate the listenership. Yeah. So if you uh, feel so inclined, give we, us a like, give we, us a share maybe. Give us a follow uh, at our wives or friends, everything. So, And we're looking for new guests to come on the show. So if you have some recommendations on maybe someone we should bring on or looking to contact him. And if you know Steven Seagal, get him in touch with us. We'd yes. love to have Steven Seagal on. Anyway, thank you, everybody, and have a good day. <laughs> <laughs>